Hey girl, and welcome to the She Calls Her Shots podcast, a place for ambitious women to gain clarity around our goals, find inspiration in our journey, and also learn how to create a life and a business of our dreams. My name is Krista, and I'm a wedding and a brand photographer, a business coach, and the creator of the She Calls Her Shots membership community. And in this podcast, we'll talk about both the tactical strategies and habits that you need, as well as the mindset and inner clarity that'll help you take the big leaps, both in your life and in your business. And we always focus on the real talk and the behind the scenes of growing a thriving business. Because let's be honest, it's not always glamorous but the work is always worth it. So girlfriend, let's start making some moves and calling our own shots. Hello and welcome to today's episode. I am feeling so refreshed today. This past weekend, Colin and I took the weekend away, just a quick two days um, to really, well, for me to have some space from my business to also just spend some time together, kind of away from everything, the busyness of life, the craziness of life, but it was so healing for both just like, you know, personal, you know, relationships and things like that, but also on a business level, because it really allowed me to take that step back from everything that's been happening, relaunches and, you know, workshops and big projects and things that are kind of ongoing and upcoming. And it was so nice to give myself that space and just, be in the moment and reflect and just enjoy the process and enjoy this growing business. I think so often as business owners, we get so lost in all of the day-to-day things that we sometimes don't take a step back as much as we need to. So I am feeling so refreshed and excited about today's episode. And I would love for you to, if you haven't yet, to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Truthfully, this is one of the best things you can do for podcasters, for other just, you know, small businesses, the quick things that you can do to really help boost engagement and visibility. I am passionate. I'm so passionate about helping other women business owners. And when you can take the time, take just two seconds to leave a quick review, it really does help me to reach more people and to just help to encourage and, uh, you know, inspire and empower other women. So I would love for you to do that uh, before we dive into today's episode. But to give you a backstory of where this topic came from, recently inside of the membership, we were talking about priorities and how to best prioritize our work. And a comment that was mentioned was just you know, rightfully so, not being sure how to identify what work is the busy work and what work are the things that are actually going to help to move you forward. And so whether you're growing a photography business or just any online creative business, there's always going to be a million things that you could be potentially working on in order to grow your business. And as grateful as I am that there's no one size fits all marketing strategy or framework. Sometimes it would be a whole lot easier if there was, right? Because it would eliminate a lot of the questions that we have around what should I be focusing on? What should I spend my time on? You know, what should I really be um, kind of going all in with in order to provide maximum growth? And so today I really want to dive into this conversation and start to talk through some of the ways how I decide and how I kind of figure out if the work that I'm currently focusing on is the impactful work or if it might be that 
that busy work that's just kind of keeping me stuck and in the same place and not really seeing a lot of growth and momentum. So just a quick note, I just want you to know that whether you're listening in from the car, maybe you're going on a walk or doing laundry or doing the dishes, I just, I hope you know how grateful I am that you are here and you're listening in and you're joining in on this conversation. And I'd love to hear what what resonates with you the most at the end of the episode. So at the end, when we kind of go through a recap of everything, I would love for you to send me a message on Instagram. It's just at Marie. I'd love to hear your takeaways, or you can leave your takeaways in the review. That would be great too. So the first thing that I want to chat through is kind of this idea around When we're figuring out whether the work that we're doing is the busy work or the impactful work, I think first we need to kind of decide if we're looking for long-term growth or short-term wins in our business. Because I think in different seasons of our business, we might be looking for different things. So there might be times in your business where you might be launching something or like trying to gain massive visibility and trying to do it kind of quickly. In that sense, you'll want to focus on strategies that are more quick wins, right? The ones that are like going to get you more visible faster. But then there are other seasons where we might be focused more on that long-term sustainable growth that might kind of sacrifice some of those quick visibility wins, but will give us a lot of long-term growth and sustainable growth in our business. So for example, things like blogging or, you know, building a Pinterest strategy or building your email list these things are like massively impactful in the long run, right? Like the bigger your audience, the you know, the bigger the reach you have, the more impact you're going to have around, you know, your services and getting exposure to new people and new audiences. But whenever we're focusing on those strategies, it's really really important that we curb our expectations around the timeline of when these things are going to make an effect, right? Because if we're focusing on these long-term strategies, we can't expect to all of a sudden see overnight growth or overnight success because these are these are things that are going to take time to nurture and to grow. On the other hand, we can do some things to get that kind of uh, boost of visibility. So things like maybe going on a podcast and doing a podcast interview or doing an Instagram collaboration, maybe doing some Instagram lives and collaborating with other vendors or people in your market, Um, hosting giveaways, things like this can be really helpful to boost that immediate engagement and to help you get that quick visibility. They can also help to give us lasting long-term results, right? So for example, if you were doing a podcast interview, not only will it give you quick exposure to a new audience and a new set of people, but podcasts are you know, kind of a, a lifelong thing. Like they're always going to be up there. So people will constantly be finding you as time goes on as well. So it gives you that kind of quick boost, but it also can be a more sustainable way to grow your audience. But we really have to decide, you know, the projects that we're working on and the the types of strategies that we're implementing, we have to figure out, are these more long-term focused or will it give me maybe a quick boost Um of visibility and exposure. So I think it's just really important that we strategize this ahead of time before we decide what we want to focus on um, to figure out, you know, how to help us grow the fastest or to make sure that we're not focusing on the busy work. We really just need to ask ourselves, are we looking for quick, uh, you know, visibility and growth or are we looking for something that's going to be more long-term sustainable growth. So I think it's just really important that we sit with that for a little bit because there are a million different strategies that we can implement right now. But if we're expecting to see quick 
kind of engagement and results and visibility, but we're only focusing on the things that are going to take a little bit of time and be that more sustainable long-term growth, we need to make sure that that is all in alignment and that our expectations are aligned with the types of strategies that we're implementing. So I like to obviously kind of do a mixture of these things at the same time. That way you're not putting all of your eggs and all of your expectations into one basket and one strategy. So even if you're focusing on some of those long-term sustainable growth things, you can still add in a few things in the interim that'll kind of help to increase your, your current engagement and visibility. So I think it's just really clear for, uh, for us, uh, to really decide on what it is that we're looking for because sometimes busy work comes from us having an expectation for how something is going to go, but not implementing a strategy that is in alignment with that. So sometimes it can feel like we're doing all of this work, we're putting all of this effort in and not seeing the results that we want. So I think it's so important for us to get clear on what results do we want? What is it that we want to see? And making sure that the strategies that we're implementing are going to be uh, in line with that expectation. And then the next thing that I wanted to talk about is really before we start implementing a new strategy, before we purchase a new course, or before we invest in anything, I think it's so important to ask ourselves, what is it that we're hoping to gain and implement after this course or, you know, this new investment that we've taken on? So a number of years ago, I was a compulsive course buyer. Like I I so easily bought into everyone's marketing tactics, their sales pages, their sales copy. Like I literally purchased anything and everything that could potentially help me grow my business because I, I saw how, you know, there were so many different facets to marketing, right? Like I could focus on this one method and then I could focus on this other strategy and then I could focus on the other thing. And I felt that if I was able to implement all of those things and learn how to do all of them, that it would like increase my growth. What I didn't realize is that by trying to like spread myself out too thin and grow in so many different ways, none of those strategies really worked to their fullest extent. And the other problem was that since I wasn't deciding to go all in on one thing and really see through to like see what those results could be, it really was the equivalent of throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what stuck which meant that I was like purchasing all these things and only like I was implementing them, but only like half implementing them. Because for a lot of the times, the strategies that we need to implement, we really have to go all in. We can't just like do something once and expect to see like expert results. No matter who it is that you're purchasing from, you know, there's no such thing as like implementing something for the first time and having it sustainably work time and time again. Sometimes we get lucky, sometimes we do it really well and and it might be this like great success, but then we could do the same thing again and it could be a big flop, right? So we really have to be committed to that long-term implementation of it. Whether, you know, so whether we're trying to focus on all of the things or, you know, trying to do too many things, we really end up getting nowhere at the end of the day. So the question I have for you is before you invest in another course or before you buy another program is to get really clear on what exactly that course or, you know, that thing is going to be teaching you and then proactively creating a plan before you purchase of how you expect that to help you see results. So for example, like let's say um, if you're looking into a course that'll help you repurpose content, for example, before you purchase it, get really clear ahead of time and ask yourself these questions. So, okay, 
do I have a lot of content currently that needs repurposing right now? Like, do I have that all gathered? Do I know that like this would be a good investment for me? Is this something that I'll actually have time to do on a regular basis? Because like most strategies, it's not something that we can just like kind of do a couple of hours and that's it. It's something that we need to kind of continue to implement and continue to do. And then are you committed to creating and repurposing that content for at least six months after purchasing this to see what kind of results you're getting? Or are you hoping that this is just going to be a one and done thing? So sometimes this simple check-in is all we need to really get clarity around our goals and our intentions around purchasing because sometimes it can be so easy to buy into the sales copy and buy into the results without really deciding if this is the best fit for us at this time. So sometimes we can read this copy and we read these, you know, transformations that these products or courses or whatever that they provide. And we get so lost in like seeing ourselves like, oh, I could have these amazing results. But we really don't like take the time to see like, is this the thing that I feel like is going to be the most impactful right now? Or is there something else that I could spend my time on instead? Hey friends, I want to make sure you know about my upcoming free workshop, Seasons of Growth. This workshop is going to be super valuable to photographers that want to learn how to maintain a thriving photography business in the midst of the slower seasons. I know how frustrating it can feel when inquiries aren't coming in, especially when you see other photographers booking out their sessions consistently. This workshop is going to be classroom style and super interactive, meaning that you're going to get real-time coaching from me on how you can create more momentum and visibility inside your business, meaning more inquiries coming in and more booked clients. These are the same strategies that I've used to help my one-to-one clients book more sessions, and I'm bringing them all to you during the workshop. You can learn more and save your spot by visiting heychristamarie.com forward slash workshop. I can't wait to see you there. And the third thing I want to talk about is, of course, this golden question around, are you trying to grow all parts of your business at the same time? And I know personally how tempting this is, especially when you're new in your business, because we want to start seeing results instantly. It's hard to grow a business and feel like we're putting in all of this effort and energy and time and money, and we're just investing all of our like hopes and dreams, right? Like all of our beliefs in ourselves kind of start getting tied to this work that we're doing and the results that we're getting. And so it can be so tempting to try to grow all of the parts of our business at our same time at the same time because we'll feel like once we start seeing that momentum it'll be easier to kind of keep going but really similar to that last point if we're trying to grow everything at the same time it's only going to be like half beneficial right so for example here's some things that i that i kind of talk around around like best practices for like what not to do right so before you even like talk about launching or or building a business, right? Before you even start to like implement any of that, you don't need like a full-blown website with all the bells and whistles. You don't need to have like eight blog posts created. You don't need to have a bunch of testimonials or a full Instagram grid or a sales and a checkout process and a complete product suite and a Pinterest strategy like You don't need to have all of those things figured out before you can launch or like start talking about your business or 
even working with clients. You don't need to have all of these things ahead of time. The first thing that you need is confidence and belief in yourself and belief in the service that you're offering. It is probably good to have at least one package or one way that someone can work with you, but you don't need to have a multitude of different products and services. You don't need to have, you know, a million like sales pages and funnels and like this product suite, but you will want to have like a contract and a way for people to pay you, right? Like these are the things that are important for us to have and everything else will grow and come with time. And I know it can be so tempting before we really launch something because we have this belief that we want to be seen as professional. And I absolutely understand that. But I think we sometimes assume that professionalism has to look like all of these bells and whistles figured out before we even start to work with clients. When really, professionalism can also come down to being super aware of the problem that you're solving, being super aware of the services that you provide and confident in the services that you're offering and your pricing and you know what that includes, and just your passion and love for wanting to help other people. Like sometimes that's all we need. We don't need all of these other things that go along with it. So sometimes those things are the busy work. Sometimes that's the thing that's holding us back because we have this belief that we need to have all of this stuff figured out before we can even start to work with clients or book clients. So just remembering to go easy on yourself and trust that you can start simple and you can still be successful in the long run because all of this extra stuff, while it might feel really important in the moment, can be the thing that's keeping you busy and kind of stuck in the same spot without really moving forward. And then the last point that I kind of want to talk through is the simplest strategy, really. So when we think about how, okay, like how do we figure out really what is the impactful work and what is the busy work? So something I always like to think about is I look at whatever it is that I'm working on right now in my business. So whether it's like a certain task or a project And I ask myself, will this lead to me booking more clients? And I think it's important here to map it out. So write that question at the top of a piece of paper, right? What am I working on right now? What is it that is kind of top of mind that is taking up a lot of time and energy in my business? Write that question out and then write out all of the steps underneath it that it will take for someone to kind of go through the process, the client journey to eventually book you. And the further you find yourself going down the paper, the more process and steps it's going to take for them to book you based on what you're working on. Like that might be a good sign to kind of see like maybe this is the busy work and it's not the work that's really going to help move me forward. And to try and give you an example of that again. So like let's say that you are working on a I'm just going to use a lead magnet, for example, because that's the first thing that comes to mind. So let's say all of your time and energy right now is going into a lead magnet to eventually like bring people into your email list and like build a funnel and get more clients. So everything that goes into an email list. So I'm working on creating the the lead magnet. So that's kind of the topic. So the first thing that's going to happen after I create this freebie is that I need to add it to my website. I need to have a space on my website that talks about the freebie, that allows people to click on it and eventually sign up for the lead magnet. So that's kind of the first step of what someone's going to need to do after I create and launch this lead magnet. So I have to create space on my website. 
They have to go to my website somehow, which that's a whole nother funnel that we'll have to talk about, but they'll have to go to my website, click on the lead magnet, enter in their email address. After that, they'll have to go to their email, download the lead magnet, read the lead magnet, lead magnet, and do the lead magnet, right, in order to see that value. Uh, they're also going to need to, a lot of times clients or, you know, your audience, they don't immediately buy. So just because they're on your email list, it doesn't mean that they're going to immediately buy the next thing that you send them. So we also will need to have nurture emails that we have like multiple emails that are just going to help nurture that new audience person and really help to familiarize them with our services and our products. So that's the next thing that'll have to happen. Then we'll have to figure out how we're going to sell to them. Is it through an email? Is it through a free workshop? Is it through like, you know, a discount of something? So all of this to say that this example is just to show you that the thing that we're putting all of our time and energy in right now is going to require a lot of steps for that person to like actually go all the way through that experience and that funnel to maybe eventually work with you. So when you find yourself creating all of these steps, it doesn't mean that this isn't impactful work, right? Because again, growing your email list and building out these funnels are really, really important. But I think that sometimes, especially as new business owners, we get really caught up in these really complicated systems like this. Like, oh, I need to have this email list. But what ends up happening is all of our energy and time is focused on growing this one specific thing that at the end of the day the kind of like drop-off rate of someone actually like going through all of these steps and then working with us might be fairly low. So that may not be the best thing for you to do right now if your main goal is to start working with more clients and to kind of build up that momentum. That may not be the best way for you to go, right? As opposed to, uh, let's say, I don't know, like your current thing that you're working on is doing an Instagram collaboration with someone, right? So you're, maybe you're going to collaborate with someone and share like one video every week for six weeks and you're going to come live and you're going to have your audience that's watching. You're going to have their audience that's watching. And there's a very clear call to action in there for how someone can work with you. Click on your link, literally click a form that says, contact me. And that's your call to action. And you're really, you know, you're talking about your services. You're like directly marketing and selling to people because it's like, here's what I do. Here's why you should work with me. Here's how you can work with me. Click this button, send me an email, right? Like that's that in this moment, if you're looking for more clients might be the thing that you should be focusing on as opposed to the complicated strategy and funnel that is going to take a long time for people to move through. So really that's kind of this, this simple strategy, this simple question is what is it that I'm working on right now? And what is the experience going to look like in order for it to help me book more clients or to work with more clients and figure out again, maybe the complicated kind of funnel or strategy, maybe that's where you are in your business. Maybe you are looking for that long-term growth that's going to help you, you know, over time sustainably and slowly build more clients. Great. Then that is the thing that you should be working on. But if you are looking for that bigger growth and kind of like more engagement and visibility right now, it might be better to focus on something that's going to give you better results in that area. So I hope that you can just take away from this is that there's this concept of, you know, the busy work and the impactful work and just starting to ask yourself questions to get clarity 
on what it is that's important to you right now in your business, and then giving yourself the space and the time to figure out what feels like it should be the thing that you should be working on. Because at the end of the day, there's a million things. There's a million ways that we can grow our business, but we just want to make sure that the things that we're working on are really in alignment with our goals and with our expectations around timelines and when we're hoping to see results from the projects and the things that we're working on. So those are the main things I wanted to share and just a few mindset tips and some takeaways, some things that you can walk away with from this episode to kind of help you feel like you have more clarity and feel more confident in this is I think that sometimes we like to think as business owners that the complicated systems and the complicated strategies are going to be the things that are going to move us forward because they're the things that we see a lot of times in marketing and we see these systems and funnels that we need to purchase from people. But Even though we're spending a lot of time and money on them, sometimes those complicated things, they promise really big rewards and returns. And we think that if we like just invest in that in the beginning, that it's going to provide that long-term growth. But that's not always the case. Sometimes the simplest and best and most effective marketing strategies and things that you can do to move your business forward are just simply showing up consistently, talking about your services, getting really clear on who it is you serve and what it is that you provide. So are you super clear on your offer? Are you sharing consistently? Are you creating engaging content for your ideal client? Are you tracking the stats of how your strategies are working, right? Like with Instagram posts and with Instagram insights, are you going in on a weekly, bi-weekly basis to see Which posts are performing the best? Which stories reach the most people? You know, what is it that I can learn from these insights to know how I can better serve and show up for my audience? Sometimes these simple strategies that we overlook can be the most impactful. And honestly, the more confident that you are, the more consistently you'll be able to share and the more data that you'll have around being able to know what's working and what's not working. And the more informed you can be, the more data that you can have, the more confident it will make you because you'll know that you're providing the things for your audience that they actually care about and that they want to learn more about. So I want to encourage you to take a look at your platform of choice today, whatever that is, maybe it's Pinterest, maybe it's Instagram, you know, both of them provide pretty decent statistics around what content is resonating the most with your audience and figure out what can I share more about today? How can I make this super simple to help me move forward without feeling like I'm getting lost in the busy work and feeling stuck with where I am right now? Are there topics that I can dive into deeper into? Are there things that I can share that I feel like, you know, maybe you had a piece of content that really resonated with people. Maybe there's like a sister piece of content that is similar to that that you can share that you think might also resonate with your audience. So just get really clear on those things and get confident and comfortable looking at those statistics to figure out what it is that you can do more of and just help yourself get unstuck. Simply just start sharing more and start noticing more. So I hope you enjoyed this episode today. I would love to hear your biggest takeaway, your biggest aha moment. I love getting to share it on the podcast too. So anytime I get a review, I love being able to come in and shout you out on the podcast because I just want to be here with you, encouraging you and just feeling like I'm sitting across from you and sharing this cup of coffee and just talking about all of these 
insights and wins that we're experiencing. So please don't forget, leave a review, share your takeaways, and just know that I am so grateful for you. And thank you so much for listening in. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Hey there, one last thing before you go. I would absolutely love if you left a review on iTunes. It's so much fun shouting out my listeners' reviews and takeaways on the podcast. And by leaving a review, you not only help me create more content that's relevant for you, but you also make it possible for other women business owners around the world to find the podcast too. I'm honestly so grateful that you decided to listen in today, and I can't wait to hear your takeaways from this episode. 